Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the podcast Game Station X. My name is Zach. I am Huck. And this podcast is recorded on May the 9th of 2015 at 9.24 p.m. Uh, it's been a while since we've been here. We haven't had a chance to record any because, you know, Huck has school and I have work. Yeah. Uh, but we have quite a few things to talk about here today, so we're going to go ahead and move on to our first segment. This week in the news. Okay, so what do we have in store for the news today? Um, well, we have a little bit on the update of Silent Hills. They're, the cancelization of Konami's uh, their response to it. Yeah, apparently uh, Konami addressed the mounting speculation about Silent Hills. Um, it's apparent that the project is going to be going un- undergoing major changes here, so... Yeah, so it won't be anything that PT was. Like, I don't even think Norman Reedus is going to be in it. Yeah, we don't even think that Norman Reedus is going to be in it so far, which really sucks. But uh, really he sucks. did he did claim that the entire project was axed. Um, that may not have made Konami happy since they seem to be firing quite a few people here uh, lately. Yeah, uh, they said they're, they're Konami. Are they pretty much going to be like dead when MGS5 is complete and out? Are they just going to like kill themselves or something? Who Konami? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're talking about still continuing to develop the Silent Hill series, but. I don't think that they like Silent Hills uh, too well. But uh, by now, uh, PT has been completely removed from the PlayStation Store. Yep. Uh, now, if you delete it, you can't even re-download it. So if you if you own it, it doesn't mean squat. If you delete it, it's gone. Yep. So don't delete it if you like it. Keep it. I'd keep it anyway, even if you don't like it. Personally. Um, well, Kojima, his podcast series got put on hiatus. Really? Yeah, they put his podcast series on hiatus, which makes no sense whatsoever, because normally uh, those are run by, you know, the independent person. It doesn't make any sense. They, they're they just wanting to punch Hideo in the fucking face. I mean, we talk a lot about, you know, Silent Hills, but we really like the series. It's a really good series. And it's it just, it's bullshit. It is, it is bullshit. Um, there's been a lot of controversy here lately uh, surrounding one of the most controversial games of all time, and that'll be Grand Theft Auto V. Apparently, there is a new mod out that lets you rape people. <laughs> so people are, get, people are just setting back in horror as their character is getting plowed by a hacker online. Which is fucking hilarious. I think it's funny. Like, I really do think it's funny. Um... I don't think it's as emotionally damaging as what some people say. But then again, I'm not a rape victim. So I can't really speak like, from that standpoint. If if I was a rape victim and I got raped on a game, then that's it. I'm just done playing the fucking game. Yeah, I think that I would just unplug the game. You know, you can't hide certain... I know it's kind of a touchy subject, but you can't extinguish some... A lot of some shit that happens because it happens in the world, you know. It's like saying you can't have the Batman series happen where his parents die because you know. It's, it's oh, that might offend some kid whose parents died. I mean, yeah. You can't. You really can't just sugarcoat all of this stuff. Uh, I watched. I read an article about the virtual rape stuff, and there was a uh, 
a feminist on there talking about it. And she was talking about how, you know, typical feminist stuff, if you know what I mean. I mean, I mean. You, know, you know what they're all about most of the time. Uh, but the way I see it is, Grand Theft Auto is essentially a crime simulator. Pretty. And rape is a crime. <laughs> I mean, the fact that <laughs> rape hasn't been introduced into Grand Theft Auto sooner kind of baffles me because they're all about pushing the bar. I mean, they made Rockstar made the Manhunt series. I know, but like, rape's just kind of one of those things. It just happens. Yeah. No, it, it's just like it's kind of something that might be a little too far. I mean, as a mod, I think it's hilarious, but I'm not saying, yeah, man, let's, let's add rape into Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> well, it's happening online. Like, on GTA Online. It's not, like, just happening in-game. I saw one video where a dude was getting raped by Chop. <laughs> that was disturbing. Extremely disturbing. Like, just one of those things, you know, but like, oh, let's add rape. <laughs> let's like, add, let's next, let's, let, let's see if we can stab pregnant people. Let's just, <laughs> that, that might be fun. Let's just uh, let's just start stabbing pregnant people. I mean, let, let's see if we can make a bitch have a miscarriage. That might be fun. You want you want to come play baseball with me? Nah, dude. I gotta I gotta make some miscarriages happen on Grand Theft Auto. I just I just can't do it. Not there today. was uh, <laughs> there's even statements here. On Kotaku about this, that this guy's talking about. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and read this to you. It says, "How it initially began is my friend was being taken advantage of in a more remote part of the map, which I was unaware of. I went to his area to find out he was not alone. There was this other user, the user in question, in the area. I've never played with." With, with this modder, nor my friends with him, nor were we in a party. This guy's a total random stranger who just dropped in the free mode session. Quite literally, I and a couple of friends of mine encountered a stranger and we were raped and forced to strip dance in GTA Online. It was like a traumatic life simulator. <laughs> to, to reiterate, and it has bulleted points here, so this is like really detailed shit. He in the animation was modeled after the male character having sex in the Franklin Mission paparazzi, the sex tape. We have never seen the player before, nor were we in a party of any kind. It was online on PlayStation on the PlayStation 3. Oh, I better watch out. I'm going to get raped on Grand Theft Auto. The player who took advantage of us was invincible. He also has trillions or quadrillions of dollars based on some online searches of his PSN username. He would run up to you, get stuck to your backside, <laughs> backside chest to back, you would then lose control and would proceed with the animation. Once finished, he would continue being stuck to your chest to back. You have the ability to back elbow him as an attack, though it did nothing due to his invincibility. You would then be forced into performing a stripper pole dance animation. Then you were free to go. <laughs> so, this guy is going around forcing people to strip dance for him and then raping them. I mean, if that happened to me, I would just sit back laugh my ass off and wait till it was done and then go on about my way. I can't I can honestly can't tell you how hard I would out honestly laugh at this. This would probably be one of the most hilarious things since, you know, at one point in time I got all my guns taken away with me and there was a hot dog where my penis should be. <laughs> now that that was weird. They they do some weird stuff in Grand Theft Auto online. Uh this isn't our show notes, but guess what's coming to Steam? It's coming to Steam. A very controversial game called Hatred developed on the Unreal Engine where uh, you slaughter millions of people. 
Yeah, it's a shooting game. But it's over the top and has uh, executions, which are the most controversial part because it goes into like a zoomed-in state. Uh, this will probably be the first adult-rated game to ever come to Steam. And I don't understand how this is coming to Steam without people throwing a fit. Yeah. You know, people are throwing fits over getting raped virtually in Grand Theft Auto. You think they'd throw a huge fit over people getting slaughtered right and left in a video game? Yeah, well, this isn't the first time we've seen it. I mean, the holy grail of video games called um, Modern Warfare 2 had the. It was, of course, skippable, but peop- no one did that. But the terminal shooting mission when he played as a terrorist. Yeah, when you, uh, in this mission, if none of you have played it, you go into an airport as a terrorist and gun down hundreds of people. Yep. And this was a mission on Modern Warfare 2. I remember this mission. One of the leading selling games that's in everyone's homes. Um, Goat Simulator developer Coffee Stain has announced new expansion for uh, Goat Simulator. It's called Goat Z. And it's zombie survival. It's going to cost four dollars and ninety nine cents, and it's going to be launched via Steam on. Actually, it's already out. It came out May seventh, and it's going to be four dollars and ninety nine cents. That's going to be hilarious. It is going to be hilarious. To be completely honest with you, you're a goat running away from zombies, and I assume that some of the maps might be modeled after Daisy. I just want to see how, like you would fight against them. I haven't seen anything. Oh, dude, I've seen some stuff for it. Like, you can, like, launch stuff out of your mouth and mount crossbows to your back, and it's it's some pretty crazy shit. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Apparently, it'll be the only survival game on Steam that isn't in early access. So they're already poking fun at stuff like Daisy and Stranded Deep and... You know, stuff like that that are stuck in early access. Because Daisy's been in alpha since 2012. Yep. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you here. Daisy's been in alpha for a very long time. Very buggy game. There's a new retro console coming back. Really? Hopes to uh, revive the cartridge. You know, the cartridge system? Yeah. It's got a retro VGS. Uh, it's, it looks pretty cool. It says about 20 years ago, the Nintendo 64 was launched as what would be the last in a proud line of cartridge-based home, home video game consoles. Um... The Retron 5 uh, is another console, but it's aftermarket, and it plays uh, up to five games, game types, which would be, uh, I think it's NES, Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, and some other ones that I can't, for the life of me, remember at the moment. Hmm. Yeah. So. Um, we just got back here recently from hosting a convention. Yep, PoorCon. Yeah, we had uh, our annual convention. We call it PoorCon because we're too poor to afford a building. Yep. There wasn't very many people this year. I'm surprised. Normally we have about 20 to 30 people. Uh, we didn't have that many this year, which was weird. Yeah, we didn't organize it too well. It just kind of snuck up. Went, oh, we better do this thing. Well, uh, there was a college graduation going on at the same time. and yep. I think that some people uh, felt a little uncomfortable being there with all of those people there. There was probably about 3,000 people when we showed up. It was, it was pretty insane. We yep. almost killed a lot of people. Yeah, they wouldn't stop walking down to the middle of the road. Yeah, we almost. It was really, it was really stupid. People. Yeah, here, here lately. Um, apparently, Payday Two and its DLC got a permanent price cut. Yeah. I have, I have Payday the Heist. Oh, I don't f- think I have Payday Two. Payday is awesome. I never played, I never played Payday. What's the difference between the two? Um, 
Well, they're one and the same. I mean, Payday 1 and 2. 2 has, like, updated graphics and stuff, more uh, missions, but it's pretty much like... It reminds me a lot of Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Because there's four characters, and you get to pick from them. And you just do different types of heists. Yeah. And money is, like, XP. When you level up, you unlock more, um, like, weapons, equipment, and stuff like that. And it's really fun. You have Payday the Heist? I do. We're going to have to... We'll have to play sometime soon. Uh... Do-do-do-do-do. Twitch so far is uh, forbidding the broadcasting of The Witcher 3 before its release. It is. Which is very understandable. I don't think that someone should be able to broadcast the game before it comes out because it really kind of cuts away at the whole fair game thing. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, people can't keep up with the huge Twitch streamers or the huge YouTubers because they are getting the games before they come out and they're broadcasting them before we can even get a hold of them. Yeah. Which which kind of sucks, honestly. It does fucking suck. I don't I, I don't understand how Twitch doesn't ban more people. I saw somebody broadcast, broadcasting Bloodborne before it came out and he was broadcasting it under the Dark Souls section, which made me really mad that, you know, he was broadcasting it. But uh, apparently... The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt's going to be huge. The map's going to be massive. Someone was explaining it to me, and they said they saw this, like, real detailed thing where he was on a boat in the ocean, and these birds were flying overhead, and he, like, saw something under the water. It was, like, glowing or something, something like that. So he jumped off the boat into the water and grabbed the treasure that was in there, and then the, boat, the birds started attacking him and, like, destroying pieces of his boat. That would piss me off. It would be. It seems like it'd be very challenging. But then again, uh, The Witcher itself was kind of challenging, in a way. The first one, not so much. I don't really like the first one all that much. Yeah, I like The Witcher, but I'm not. I'm going insane over this one because I want to play it. But I, I was never really, like, into two that much, regrettably. Yeah. Even though I'm up that alley, that medieval alley, I'm just never really appealed. Kind of like Dragon Age. I didn't really like. One and two, even though I played them, I wasn't a huge fan. I didn't want to go buy shirts and shit, but Inquisition was the shit. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I hate Dragon Age. You hate Dragon Age. I cannot stand Dragon Age. You will love Inquisition, you of all people. Like, I played Dragon Age 1 and 2. Yep. I hate the combat system. Yeah. It's absolutely terrible. It's more of that point-and-click bullshit that I just don't like. You will love Inquisition. Is it that good? What's the combat style like? It's um, it's more of like a hack and slash RPG based style game. But can't you stop gameplay like mid game? Uh, like stop it like like pause game. Not like pause game, but like I saw a video where somebody like stopped gameplay like mid play to figure out more of a strategy. Oh yeah. Why? Well, when you choose like classes and stuff like that, you uh. It's more strategic than than the last ones. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So you can't just some enemies. Of course, you can just go in and just slash a little and just kill them. But if you choose different class and shit when you're fighting something big, you can't just go in there and just slash, 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 loot. It's not about that. You have to you have to strategy of what you picked. You'll be proud of me when I played on Dragon Age. What'd you play? I played as an elf. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're all about those elf characters. I am. 
I don't understand why. I thought that the Wood Elves and stuff like that in Skyrim looked stupid. Oh, the Wood Elf in Skyrim looked awesome. They looked awesome. I think he looks like an alien. I mean, the only time that elves have looked stupid is in Oblivion. Everything looks stupid in Oblivion. Especially the Wood Elves. Wood Elves look like complete and utter pansies. If you if you become a vampire in Oblivion, you look like a very pale guy with makeup on. Yeah. And fangs, and you smile all the time. Like, the Wood Elf in Oblivion looks like he cannot please a woman. Stop, criminal! Stop, criminal scum. <laughs> Gotta love Oblivion and some of their crappy effects. But it's still a really good game. I enjoyed Oblivion. I loved Oblivion. Oblivion is somewhat superior in some ways to Skyrim because there's more shit to it's longer okay we're uh, we're gonna go ahead and move on to our next segment So this is a new segment that we just added to the roster called Stories. Now, uh, what have you been into this week? Um, I've been playing a lot of Borderlands the pre-sequel. And that's pretty much all I've done. I've been making music and playing games. Why don't you tell us about your uh, Claptrap experience that you were going to tell me about? Oh, yeah. Um, there's this mission. It's one of the funniest missions in the game, and that is a statement because Borderlands is a fucking hilarious game and there's this part when you are, you have to go get a a claptrap unit and he has to make a scanner recognize your body so a door will open and the first time he scans it, he makes it to where the scanner thinks that you are a cat in a party hat and is the most un- like enthusiastic cat in the world. All I hear is meow. I'm 37. I don't even like this party. Meow. And it's fucking. That one was iffy for me. But the next one, when you try to scan your body, it says denied. User is a racist hot dog. And then you know, all of a sudden you look above and there's a TV and you see a hot dog with a cowboy hat and a mustache. And it doesn't say Mexicans. It says Truxicans. And it says. I want this trash to get out of my country. It's my rod. And I laughed so hard, I pissed in my pants a little bit. Racist hot dogs. That's how I see most of the rednecks around here. They're all racist hot dogs. And the whole time you have to defend off enemies, you keep hearing like quotes from the racist hot dog. It keeps <laughs> it keeps telling you to go back to the library because you're book le- you're book learning trucks again. <laughs> <laughs> Book learning truckskin. That's pretty That's good. The funniest shit ever. They told he said I'm sick of these truckskins looking at my hamsters. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it meant, but I laughed so hard. I didn't want it to end. I need to play this game. Pre sequels good shit. I love Borderlands. Borderlands is awesome. Love the series. Love it. Absolutely love it. I ended up getting a hold of Mortal Kombat X. You did. I've been playing I played the crap. Out of some Mortal Kombat X, and I have to say, I really like it. There are some things I don't like, but then again, that's with every. I'm not gonna say it's a new game because Mortal Kombat's been around forever, but you know there are some parts that I love and some parts that I really don't like. Uh, for instance, one thing that I, I kind of don't like is I don't feel like Steve Bloom is a good choice for the voice of Sub Zero. I I agree. 
I really like Steve Bloom. Don't get me wrong. He's one of my favorite voice actors, but he's not Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero needed a deeper voice rather than a... How would you describe his voice? Is gritty? Yeah. So what it is, he's got a really gritty voice. If you don't know who Steve Bloom is, he voices Tom on Toonami and voices Spike in Cowboy Bebop. Yep. But Patrick Seitz, still amazing as Scorpion. Yep. Even though Scorpion was human in this one, he was actually Hanzo instead of Scorpion because, you know, he wasn't Revenant anymore. Which was awesome. It was so cool. Um, I'm not gonna give too uh, give away too many story elements here, but uh, basically there are a few new characters. There's Jacqueline Briggs, which is the daughter of Jack Briggs, and she's absolutely fucking useless. Half of her attacks is her buffing her arms, <laughs> like putting lightning damage on her arms, and Scorpion just laughs at you and throws a spear through your stomach. <laughs> Uh, Cassie Cage is pretty cool. She's obviously Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade's daughter. There's Kung Jin, which is causing a lot of controversy because he is the first homosexual character in Mortal Kombat. You know how they announced this guy was homosexual? Oh. They referenced it once in a flashback with Raiden. And he's like, I can't join the Shaolin. And Raiden's like, they do not care who your heart desires. Oh, okay. Well, like, how do they know that that's... Oh, must be a faggot. <laughs> like, what, what if he's in love with someone in it and they they don't... Exactly. I mean, he could be in love with anybody. What if he's in love with dogs? What if dude's in... What's, what if dude likes a little bit of bestiality? Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> they how, do how not... They just go, oh, dude's a faggot. I don't like it anymore. I actually had someone tell me, they're like, uh, I liked Kung Jin and then I found out he was gay and I don't want to play with him anymore. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with him being gay? I don't know. That's a, why, why is that even controversial? Like, I don't that's, know. It shouldn't be controversial. This isn't the 1920s or the 1940s. I don't want to play as him. Why? Because when I get beat up, I'm worried he'll like it. <laughs> like, calm down. It's fucking Mortal Kombat. It is Mortal Kombat. we got more Sh- things to worry about, like people getting their intros ripped out. Like, shut the fuck up. They just added Jason Voorhees to the game the other day. His fatalities and brutalities are pretty awesome. They are. They're pretty nasty. And Predator's coming soon. Predator is coming soon. Okay. Can't wait to see a shave. No, I don't own it just yet. Because I'm poor. Well, I mean, you don't have a PS4 yet either. Is it being released for PS3? Yeah, it's going to be released for PS3 in August. Yeah, that's kind of what I meant. I don't know, I said not yet, but you know. Well, yeah, it's it's going to be out for PS3 in August, Mortal Kombat X is. Plan on getting it. Uh, another new character's name is Takeda, and he's actually the son of uh, Kenshi, and he was trained by Scorpion. That is the coolest sounding character I've ever heard in my fucking life. It's awesome. He's uh, He uses these weapons, but he doesn't use a sword. They're like whips with blades on them. Mm. He's really cool. He's a good character. He's awesome. He's telepathic, too, like Kenshi. That's who I'd probably play as, because Kenshi was like my favorite character. He hated his dad at first. He thought his dad abandoned him. When it turns out that... Uh, his mom died because there were assassins sent to kill Kenshi and they ended up killing his mom and Kenshi uh, sent Takeda away to live with the uh, Shirarayu and that's when Scorpion trained him which is pretty awesome that's pretty fucking snatched be trained by Scorpion I mean he's the most iconic Mortal Kombat character of all time up there with Sub-Zero Sub-Zero and Scorpion are, like, very iconic. Way more iconic than what Liu Kang and Kung Lao could ever hope to be. True. I'm more of a team Sub-Zero. I like smoke. 
like Smoke? Smoke is my favorite character ever. I don't like the robotic Smoke with Noob Cybot. I like uh, regular Smoke, like MK9 Smoke. Yeah. When he had, you know, the long hair that flowed up and stuff like that, but I liked it a lot better when he just had the mask and stuff on instead of just the hair. Yeah, back in, like, the old ones, remember, like, Noob? Yeah. And stuff, he was the shit. Noob uh, is pretty cool. He was actually the original Sub-Zero. Yep, he was. Yeah, Noob is Bihan. Which is pretty cool. That's Noob's pretty my favorite old to play, but new are all like Kenshi. Kenshi is pretty cool. Kenshi's fucking awesome. You can't play as, uh... There's a few characters you can't play as. Who are those? Um, you don't get to play as in the storyline, at least. I don't know about online play. But, uh... God, his name's escaping me at the moment. The, uh... The guy with the face mask on with the hook blades... Cabal. Cabal. Yeah, you I don't you can't you don't get to play as Cabal in the uh, storyline. Damn. Kind of sucks. You don't get to play as the new uh, cowboy guy. Can't remember his name. Something black. Jack Black. It's definitely not Jack Black. Pretty sure it's not. It's Orphan Black. Nerd humor. We went weird for a second. We apologize. It's a good game though. I liked it. I mean, the yeah. uh, the final boss fight's cool, and the DLC, uh, if there's storyline DLC, I hope this is storyline DLC is going to be awesome. I mean, there was high um, high expectations for Mortal Kombat X, and I'm pretty sure they delivered. It's kind of short though. Well, yeah. I mean, it only goes to uh, chapter twelve. With uh. Mortal Kombat 9 went to like chapter 22 yeah like that's significantly farther than 12 it's half mm. it's like nearly goddamn half it's almost half it's like, it lacks like two more to being half yeah I've also been playing Scholar of the First Sin you have yeah and let me just start by saying if you play if you go in, into Scholar of the First Sin thinking oh yeah that was awesome at Dark Souls 2 so I'm gonna be good at Scholar of the First Sin you're sadly mistaken. <laughs> because playing Scholar of the First Sin is like playing Dark Souls and experiencing it for the first time all over again. There's lots of new stuff. And like enemies in different locations and like, you know, you encounter Pursuer more than like, I think three times. You can yeah. encounter him quite a bit. Sometimes he's way more nasty than what he was. Sometimes he can cast Texas. Which is pretty which, fucking weird. It's painful. Painful. He killed me a lot. I actually want to play that in a bit, if you don't mind. Scar of the First Sin, yeah. and it's 60 frames per second. <laughs> yeah. It makes everything look so weird. Like, I'm not saying that it's bad, but it makes everything look so odd. I want to I wanna try it up, because they made it for current console. I don't PS4. Like I said, I will reference the fact that I am poor throughout this series so <laughs> much. I am poor as fuck. <laughs> I don't have a PS4, but I do have a PS3. I have picked up Scar of the First Sin, because I know what it was all about. I thought it was just Game of the Year Edition, and it kind of is pretty much Game of the Year Edition of Dark Souls 2, but with a little bit of changed uh, item and um, enemy placement. It's practically what it is. Yeah, they changed and added some new stuff. There's a dragon in Hades Tower now. There is. Yeah, he's he's nasty too. You know where he's at? What? Right in front of old Dragon Slayer's Oh, yeah. Fight. Oh, yeah, right there with the, the drawbridge. You know what happens? What? You pop up over the stairs and he breathes fire on you and knocks you back. Oh. Yeah. He's that kind of cheap. Is he one of those, like, 
Like the dragon airy type, like the red. Yeah, he's one of the red dragons. Yeah. It's kind of weird considering that he's outside Old Dragon Slayer's room and Old Dragon Slayer kills dragons. But the, what is that? The, they're called like worms or something. They're, uh, they're worms. I think is what they are. But dragon riders. Well, that's dragon riders dragon. Well, we have a we have a guest in the chat room now. Hi, Taylor. How are you? We're actually going to reference you now because there's no point in hiding your identity. Yo. It took you long enough to get here, even though we tagged you in the post that says we're podcasting. Ha <laughs> But. So I heard uh, a guy in GameStop today comparing Deus Ex to Bioshock. It's uh, a bold statement. He was saying that uh, the Deus Ex on PS3, I think it's Human Revolution, isn't... Uh, it's kind of like Bioshock 2 is the Bioshock 1. It's good, but De- you don't get Because that Deus Ex, is, uh, Human Revolution is the second one in the series. It's not actually the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Call me a motherfucker because people are refer- are uh, comparing Deus Ex to Bioshock. Is that what you're doing now? It is a bold statement. It is a bold statement. Bioshock's awesome. Bioshock is possibly my favorite shooter of all time. I love how we always come back to Bioshock. Well, Taylor reminds me of Bioshock. Yeah. She is a huge Bioshock nerd. And Canadian. <laughs> she likes her Bioshock and Moose. <laughs> Shocks her pancakes. Any hooser, um, what is it? Oh, fuck. I had a good topic, son of a bitch. You had a good topic, son of a bitch. That's a weird topic. Son of a bitch. What's your thoughts on son of a bitch? Uh, son of a bitch is a very odd game. Uh, it just insults you the whole time. I don't know why. I don't know what I did to it. I mean, they talk so much shit about my mom, I turn it off. (laughs) I just eventually just turn it off. Yeah. And Taylor wants everyone to know that because she's Canadian, she drinks syrup right out of the bottle. She was birthed in the burping pits, the burping pits, the birthing pits in the maple tree forest. Deep in the maple tree forest, the maple syrup bubbles with life as a hand and moose antlers burst up from the flesh of the ground. And they are very, very, very sorry. They are very angry. They're very sorry about what they've done to you. And my phone is ringing and playing some kind of odd song. It's your mother, Nicholas. Oh my god. Calling in the middle of the podcast. Hang on a minute. Alright, we're back about that. Sorry about that. We had a phone call and people wouldn't stop knocking on the motherfucking wall. Yeah, I talked to my mother. Yeah, she's like, where are you? You've been kidnapped by that long-haired white boy again. Oh, I have. But I'll be home soon, mother. Oh, hey, be careful. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mother. I can't help it. You're a winter lantern from uh, Bloodborne. Beat the shit out of her. <laughs> Why do you want to beat your mom up? I just do. <laughs> <laughs> just she thinks you got lost in the birthing pits of Canada the, again. The burping pits? The burping pits of Canada. Burp, all, they do is, all they do is burp there. Yep. It's a very weird system. We've strayed a lot from video games. We have strayed a lot from video games. We keep talking about Canada for some reason. A. A. <laughs> a, A, B, B. What oh, fuck? I can't wait for No Man's Sky. 
I can't either. That's gonna be like a revolutionary shit. Hopefully, it's gonna be randomly generated like Minecraft. Yep. And you'll be able to explore the universe, and no two people are gonna start at the same place. Yep. You will start on opposite ends of the universe. You know what the best part about it is? What? It's PlayStation only. Boom. I'm a big I'm a big console racist. I'm not gonna lie. I prefer PlayStation over. Uh, he is a PlayStation fanboy. I am. I will admit it. I love PlayStation. I do too. Like I'm a big Sony fan. I'm not a huge uh, Xbox fan. I do own a 360. Now we'll get an Xbox One, but I'll be Sony all the way. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I like Nintendo. I like I like Nintendo better than I do Microsoft, anyways. I do too. Microsoft does a lot of bad things, like making bad operating systems, like Windows 8. <laughs> I like Windows 8. Uh, it's 8.1's better. Uh, yeah. And uh, the Xbox Ones are going to get upgraded to uh, Windows 10, which should be cool. That should be cool. Good for them. Yeah. But we're running a little long here, and we have other people waiting on us. So we're going to go ahead and stop this episode of the podcast here. Yeah. Um, if you like us, subscribe to us on uh, SoundCloud, or you can you know find us on iTunes. And people are telling me to play Don't Starve. See this in here. Facebook, right, Zach? I have. I actually do have. Don't starve and don't starve together, Taylor. So you don't have to give me a copy. I have a free copy. I've never given away. I was going to give it to my girlfriend, but uh, her Steam's being dumb. I I have to go. Yeah, we can't help it that he has to leave. They're already pestering us because of pizza. Yeah. But it was a good ep- it was a good episode of podcast. I feel like it's gone pretty well so far. Uh, this is only the second episode. We have to have quite a bit more. Uh, you yeah. can you know so you can find us on SoundCloud under Game Station X. Um, you can find us on iTunes under Game Station X and subscribe to us and download our episodes straight from iTunes. Uh, I have a Twitter. I don't know if Huckleberry Finn behind me has a Twitter. Fuck no. But. I have I have the twatter. I'm gonna make one. I like the I like the twatter. It's okay. I've been making new friends on the twatter. My uh, twatter is uh, <laughs> at omex51. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I probably will follow back because my girlfriend tells me that's a good thing to do. Follow back. Yeah, everyone wants you to follow back. Taylor's not sorry that Nick's mom's hot. <laughs> it's making him very disturbed. But I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast, and we will see you when we are able to record again, because I don't know when that'll be. Goodbye. Later.